listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We're delighted to have you here on 2016, <coughs> starting a new year. Nice. And uh, we've got Steve Ronaldo uh, in here with us. So um, we, we're... I guess change, change headsets if you're not getting it. No, no, it okay. came. I have uh, both all the way up. Ah, okay. I maximum. don't know what the I don't know what the deal is with why you're not. Uh, anyway, we're glad to have you here, Steve, and uh, we've got a very special radio show today. As a matter of fact, if we can smooth out some technical difficulties we seem to be having, and uh, we'll definitely get that done quickly. Um, with uh, Penn Penn State Technical. College, which has a restoration, uh, basically a degree. We're going to be talking to Roy Klinger, and actually we'll have some of his students as well. So um, hang in there. We're going to go try to figure out a couple of things couple that are going tech, on wrong. Tech things, yeah. And uh, we'll let Steve have it for a minute. Well, uh, glad to be back, and uh, I hope everybody had a, a uh, good good holiday season. Um, and... Uh, a good new. Year. I guess he's. We've got our guy. Yeah. I, I guess we. I guess we've got our guy coming on now. So. Are we there? Uh, we will be in a second. Okay, we've got our guy. We're just waiting for. There we go. We should. Uh, Roy, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Dave. Okay. Uh, we want to introduce uh, Roy Klinger and. Uh, Steve just said hello to you. So, uh, Roy, thanks for joining us today. It's going to be an exciting show. About uh, 8.15, I believe, we're going to have some of your students. Uh, so I wanted to jump right into it with Steve. And, uh, one, where you all are located in Pennsylvania. And uh, is it? Uh, Williamsport. Williamsport. They're in Williamsport. And uh, yeah. how, how long have you been involved with them, uh, Roy? Okay, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a, uh, a rundown a little bit. Um, I've been at Pennsylvania College of Technology now for 10 years. Um, we are a special mission affiliate of Penn State. Okay. Did I just lose and, you? And uh, Yeah, yeah I, I got a little bit of a spottiness going on here a little bit. But um, Some things, I mean, uh, we started out, we had a collision repair program. Um, which just in the recent years we started what was called a restoration elective course, which was a, which was a three credit class within the collision repair, um, which has now springboarded into a full two year uh, associate's degree in restoration technology. Sure, I know I've been there a couple times, and and uh, you guys have, uh, you guys have a very very nice setup. I don't know if you remember when we were there for the... There was a tour, and there's been a car show there, too, and there's going to be another car show there coming yes, up. Yes, Steve, I, I remember uh, quite distinctly when uh, we had the uh, vintage tour um, through Williamsport, which was put on by the Susquehannock AACA region. Right. And now, again, we have the uh, Susquehannock region 
along with uh, the Penn College uh, Student Club, uh, Penn College Classic Cruisers, which is uh, now hosting a um, AACA Grand National. A Grand National, yeah. Uh, Not even just a national meet, a Grand National, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Have you ever and been I to a grand? Na- have you ever been to a grand national? Uh, actually, no. I've never been to a grand national. I've I've viewed a lot of the grand national posts around the country. Um, so very exciting. Uh, I know it's the the creme of the creme or the yeah, top the, the top, top, the top cars, cars and, and so. you know I'm on national awards. So one of the more interesting things there are just particular grand national awards. Matter of fact, there's two. One is post World War Two, and one is pre World War Two, and and this and and we have to go out and pick those two cars out of say three hundred that cars that are just exquisitely restored, and it's it's impossible. I mean, it comes down to I I don't know what it comes down to, but it it's really really hard to do, very very difficult yeah. to do. Yeah. But the big question I have: Does Mrs. Mowry bring you over her homemade cookies? Um, I'm I'm sure they'll be I'm sure they'll be uh, <laughs> at the event. Uh, no no doubt. So. <laughs> yeah, she sent me she sent me, but I can't remember what it was. I think they were Snickerdoodles or something that she made. Fabulous, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, fabulous. So anyway, how many guys do you have in your program now? Right now we are standing. Uh, Right about thirty-five current students. That does that does not include our what we call our four-year students, students that have taken the class and decided to stay on and get a four-year bachelor's degree in business. So roughly, right, you know, we're we're hanging right around thirty-five to forty students. And um, and and what's your uh, you, you know the big thing when pe- people always ask about this? Yeah, but can these kids get a job? What's your answer to that when somebody asks you, well, you know? Okay. Well, I came prepared today with some uh, college <laughs> statistics. I mean, we have a 96% placement rate college-wide, um, and, um, which is, which is a, a concrete fact. Um, our students, in most cases, all have jobs before they're graduating. Um, I'll give that scenario. Every student in the restoration program who walked last year, who graduated, had a job um, before they before they graduated. So it was uh, pretty remarkable for that uh, second and, graduating and, class. Okay, where do they end up going? Where where where's their their where do they go when they when they graduate? Where do they they generally end up at when they finish? Well, we we have students that are working in large car collections that have their own maintenance. Um, we have students that are working mainly predominantly in restoration shops. Um, we have students working in upholstery shops, which you'll learn about this when the students come on. They're going to talk about the, the current students. are going to be talking about some of their internships. Um, we have students working for um, a company, for example, American Auction Services. One of our students interned there. Um, this next year, we actually have a student was interning under the uh, editor of Antique Automobile Magazine. Oh, really, West? He's going to work with West? Um, yeah, so we actually have a very broad scape of where our students are ending up, everywhere from the restoration shop to the uh, upholstery areas um, to metal fabrication um, to, you know, and some of the other areas that we're, you know, that we're embarking on is the 
the more soft skill side, the, the business side of things, the, the auction houses, um, and, um, and also into the curatorship at museums. The business, the business end is is, and I, you and I have talked, and Earl and I have talked about this, is is the big downfall. Everybody that gets into this bit wants to open their own shop. I want to do my own, and they have no business background or understanding. And I think that's as important as knowing how to stitch the upholstery up. Yeah. Well, I'll give you some more background. Penn College has been around for one hundred years. Um, we just celebrated. Um, our centennial here in 2014. Um, we've been training people in the automotive industry for over a hundred years. Um, and the fact of the matter is we have courses um, that range everywhere from automotive service all the way through to what we call our bachelor's or our BAU program, which is training people in, in the automotive management. The background that our uh, instructor has within the automotive management I mean, he's able to, to give case scenarios of, to students of, okay, here's a failing business. Why is it failing? And he's able to do the research and, and, and show students how to turn that business around and make it profitable again. And um, that That's good stuff. tailors right to the exact words you just said about it. A lot of people have skills, but they don't necessarily have the business practices to meet today's uh, exactly. measures and demand. Exactly. And this bridges that gap. Speaking so, of, um, I think that's really a, a key element in success. Yeah. Speaking of today's anti-car business, as as you are having to know about this um, uh, be on a very intimate basis, where do you see this business and hobby going? And and again, I'm thinking about brass era cars, classic era cars, fifties. Muscle cars and new stuff. Where do you see the emphasis moving to? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say just from from our brief stint of our of our our new program here, we're we're a baby in this industry. I mean, we've been around three years in restoration, even though our our program's been around a hundred years for automotive service. Um, the the big thing, it's there is a, an investment car market. Um, we all know that. That's that's why the uh, the large auction houses like Gooding and R and M and some of the big the big auction services are able to perform what they do. Um, there is investment marketing, and it's it's a lot like a stock market. Um, I know in just recent times you're looking at a lot of the British cars, the Jaguars, oh, gosh, um, crazy, and the MGs that are now. I mean that that market is now uh, growing. So uh, as opposed to a few years ago, I know, you know, muscle cars, all of them kind of on a, are on a sliding scale. And a lot of it, you know, in years past uh, was always based off of Duesenberg. You know, a Duesenberg was <laughs> the, the, top of, the top car to, to look at as far as the investment car market. And they're going if down. If you look at the history, um, the Duesenberg, you know, around World War II time, um, there's records of Duesenberg selling for $500. But, you know, you got to look at the time period. And uh, and shortly thereafter is when the, the values of those uh, you know literally skyrocketed. Yeah, and and the sports cars. I mean, you look at, even old Porsche 911s. Like I, I've always had a soft spot for sports cars. I mean, I sold that car and it was a nice car for fifteen fifteen grand. Now they're pushing a hundred. You know, yeah. it's just crazy, and it's going to fall Case again. Point. It's going to fall again. 
yeah, it's it's going to wax and wane. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, um, I think there's a premise that uh, students are not interested in, like say the brass IR cars or the what we call the high wheelers, the the ones that have yeah. the old wagon style wheels and you know are wood constructed. Um, but what we found is that's the exact opposite. Um, when students are exposed to those early brass cars, like say we have a 1909 Chalmers that we've been working on that uh, one of our students has out on a metal meat blog um, that he's reconstructed the fender from scratch. Uh, he's made patterns and, and completely reconstructed the, the fender without any use of body filler or anything. Um, he's able to uh, fabricate that fender. It's shown a, a deep interest for the early cars um, because a lot of times they are behind ropes. They are in a location that you cannot um, you cannot access them. And we're fortunate with our curriculum, being that we're based with five museums, um, we're able to let those students touch, work on, and get an experience with those cars, which they would never get, um, you know, anywhere else. Yeah, I I just got elected to the horseless carriage board, and you know I I go to a lot of brass car stuff throughout the U.S. I, I'm going to have to interrupt and say we're up against a hard break. Roy, we'll be back with you if you can hold on. And your students should be calling in shortly. We'll be back right okay, after sounds this. Great. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And you're back on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. We've got Roy Klinger on from the University Penn State. Penn College. Penn College. Yeah, Penn okay. College. Uh, and the restoration department that they've set up. Uh, while we were out, uh, Roy, did uh, any of your students come in with us yet? Um, I was I was unable to tell. Like I said, I'm calling in from home. They should be stepping in any moment. Okay, well, we'll um, know when they come oh, hi. in. Hello? There we are. There's a young lady. Yeah, right. And a young man, I believe. So you all want to introduce yourselves right quick? Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Vanessa Matherin. 
And my name is Sean Hunter. Okay, great. Glad to have you all on Vanessa the classic Sean. Show. Sean? My advanced years. I don't know if I can keep all that straight. Well, you'll you'll try. You'll try. <laughs> We've got, uh, Roy, do you want to sort of uh, take the interview and and you know the kids better than we do, obviously, and what their um, what their specialty is or how they're going through the program, and we'd like to hear also from both of you. And let's let's always give the first uh, answer to the young ladies. Uh, we are uh, sort of uh, oriented towards that, so. How did you all decide to go to a, restor- a school that had restoration as, you know, they're, they're, uh, you're, you're capable of graduating with a degree in, I don't know, what is it called, restoration, or what, what is the degree called, and how yeah, did you decide a, to go? It's an associate in automotive restoration, and actually, up until a month before my first official semester, I was actually enrolled as just regular automotive technology and I don't know what, for what reason, but I decided to go back to the school website and um, look through their degrees and courses because I was thinking I was going to do automotive, um, just regular automotive technology and then um, enroll as something else. I, just, I was going to do the whole <laughs> four-year business degree in automotive technology, and then I was probably going to, well, for the second two years while taking business classes, I'd do something else. And then I actually saw that they added automotive restoration to their list of majors. And I thought that that's really cool because I never saw any other college with automotive restoration as a degree program. And I think it's great that um, we can actually learn how old cars work, how to fix them up, and it's just really cool. Sean, how about you? Yeah, I, I came... I came from a little uh, different perspective. Uh, when I went up to visit the college for my first time, I had seen that they had an automotive restoration degree major. Uh, so I went into the facility, uh, which we, all the vehicles are held, and at that moment, once I walked through the doors and saw what we had in there, I was sold, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. So uh, I applied, got in, and I kind of uh, went through my first year not knowing what I wanted to do after uh, I graduated after my second year, um, and then I found out that there was a two plus two degree program, and so now currently um, I, I graduated last May with a degree in automotive restoration, and now I'm currently pursuing a uh, two plus two degree in applied management, which will be a four year bachelor's degree. Fantastic! I, I was going to ask about that. Um, what do you all plan, uh, Sean? Obviously, you're still in school. What do you plan on doing after the, the back to the young? Yeah. Lady? What are your goals? Um. Well, uh, my first uh, in the automotive restoration, I'll take a step back. You have to do a mandatory internship as a course, so which is a great exposure for uh, a new student trying to get into the uh, restoration field. So um, I did mine at Hibernia Auto Restoration sure. in New Jersey. And um, it, was, it was a great experience on uh, le- learning how to do all different procedures and all that and seeing the shop point of view as opposed to what you're learning in the classroom. Uh, and they corresponded quite well. Now, uh, last summer, what I did was I did an internship out in Auburn, Indiana for Auctions America. I worked as a writer. Um, and so what I did was I would write descriptions of vehicles that would get published online in the catalog that they used for sale. Um, so that's that's just some of the different points of view. As of right now, um, I'm just you know looking around, seeing my options and stuff like that. What I have to do um, in May of 2017 when I will graduate. So I'm still open to uh, other choices as of right now. 
All right, let, uh, let, let's hear from Vanessa and hear her the, her answer to the same thing. What are, what are your goals? Where, are you, where do you want to end up with this stuff? Well, like Sean, like Sean said, we do have a required internship that we have to do, but that's only for our first year. Um, we're basically we're encouraged mm-hmm. to keep a partnership with that shop in case we want to go back to work there or we want to, if somebody, if another student lives in the area, if we can try to get them set up at that shop. So my first year, um, the first internship I did was at a local shop in Philadelphia. It's called Marquee Auto Restoration. And it was great there. Um, But while I was there, they have an in-house upholster, and I spent, like, about a week with him. And I saw, like, what he was doing because he was able to, recreate authentic interiors but he was also he could have the ability to do custom interiors and I thought that was really cool and Vanessa may I interrupt you a second do you have your computer on by chance yeah, I don't have anything on okay we're getting feedback yeah, some from kind of feedback does somebody else have their computer on if they if they'll shut it down because we're getting feedback I'm sorry Vanessa yeah, go ahead I'm, I'm good here yeah Vanessa, you can go ahead now. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, When I came back to school after that first internship, we actually got in a couple of sewing machines and actually started working with them. I was able to do a few um, projects, little projects. I did a couple of mailbox seats. I did a seat for one of my classmates' motorcycle. I did a seat for a mini bike for one of the museums that we have a partnership with. And actually, right now, I'm working on doing my first actual full-size project, which are two jack seats out of another professor's um, car. And this past summer, I was working at a rest of a upholstery shop up in Amesbury called LeBaron Bonnie. Oh, and yeah. That's summer, quite a place. Hello? Yes. Can you hear? I, we're getting this. this oh, yeah. Yeah, there's somebody. I, I, I have to interrupt. There's still someone has their computer on or has something in the background that's giving us cell feedback. Phone or or a cell phone or something. So Ooh. if they will, please shut it off because it's, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're getting the feedback. I'm sorry, Vanessa. Uh, Steve just commented on the fact that he. Yeah, LeBaron Bonnie's the biggest and the best, one of the best. Uh, yeah, um, it was actually a great opportunity to work there. I got to see how they did everything. I got to get a. It's actually a really, really big shop. I was got lost like a couple <laughs> times the first week there, <laughs> and it's just it was a really great people to work with, and it was just really cool to see all of the different things they can do there. I, I've got to ask, and I'm actually, uh, um, I'm, on a personal basis, Sean, and, Sean and <laughs> Vanessa, uh, what are your um, what do your parents think about you going, particularly you, Vanessa, going into uh, restoration? Um, oh, well, I, what I, it, Vanessa, go ahead, take the lead. Oh, sorry. Um, when I first told my mom, she was a little bit, I guess she was sort of taken aback, but like not fully, because I've always wanted to do something where I could use my hands a lot. And, of course, she would have preferred me, I guess, I'm in the medical field or somewhere else. But she's actually been really supportive of me, and I'm really grateful to have her. That's it. How about you, Sean? Um, yeah, my, my parents were kind of skeptical going into it because we, we don't own any, any old cars, and we don't know 
very many people that uh, that do uh, within our family. So um, it was just kind of they were skeptical when I first started, but then once you go, you know, diving headfirst into the industry and actually see how vast it is, it kind of opened their eyes to see the opportunity out there. So now they're definitely supportive of uh, what what I've been doing. Yeah, it's and this business is growing. Uh, for Vanessa, there's a guy that I'm very good friends with in Pennsylvania that restores cla- classic and brass-era cars, mostly brass-era cars, 1915 and older. If you're interested, uh, I can I can maybe we can work a deal if you have to do another practical somewhere with to Joe Swan. And he is so busy, he can't even see the light of day. He's like five years out doing this stuff. That actually sounds great. Yeah. What, Joe Swan, did you say? Yeah, S-W-A-N-N, and he's near Hershey, just south of Hershey. You can't moved up there from Virginia because that's where the, you know, there's a lot more, there's a lot more stuff up in the, the Hershey area. Yeah. But Joe is fabulous. Yeah, he's one of the best. So you might give him a call and just oh. tell him that, that you know, you, you talk to me and uh, see if he'd be interested in taking on a, a uh, apprentice or whatever. That's actually really, that sounds really great. If you like brassier awesome. cars. If you like brassier cars. Yeah, I cool. do. I think they're just really cool to look at. And they're more fun to drive. Like they say, I do a <laughs> yeah. lot of tours and, and we always call see, seeing the country slowly. <laughs> okay, let me uh, ask. Uh, last year, we had, we had been in contact uh, with the university and talking about uh, the great race. And as students, are you all in all of you involved in the Buick and and getting it ready for the great race, or where where is that at, and and what is your uh, feelings towards that? Uh yeah, the, the great race. We. Um we had seen that we had an individual come by and describe it and exactly what happens throughout the race and i think we're looking forward to that as an opportunity that we could potentially do and uh, a vehicle that we have in line for it is a 1932 buick uh it's a straight eight with a three speed um and the good thing about that is it has uh synchronizes between second and third gear so it keeps highway driving quite easy so um that's one of our vehicles that we have lined up where it's currently uh, in the disassembly process. Uh, we're bagging, tagging all of our parts and pieces so that when we go back to do the restoration on it, we'll be able to uh, find everything quite easily and put it back together. Uh, but like I said, that 32 Buick, we're trying to get funding for that and uh, be able to have that support us to have our great race car. Cool. That was Jeff yeah, Mall that came by? Hello? Yes. Ask your question. Yeah, Vanessa, again. go ahead. Go ahead, Vanessa. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, if I could just add to that a little bit, uh, we were that car and a parts car actually was donated to us by a gentleman called um, named Mike Barrett, and we're actually really grateful for that. And we recently had a well, there is the New Jersey region of the Vintage Chevy Club of America. They actually did an event on campus, and they came over to our shop. They did a tour, and. We actually got a package a few weeks later, and they, they actually bought us a gasket set for the vehicle, and we were extremely grateful for that because we didn't really just ask for anything. They just decided to send it to us, and well, uh, with, it was really... With that, uh, we're going to have to take a break against the hard break. If everybody will stay tuned, we'll be back right after this. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. 
but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot Conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We've got uh, the folks on from the... This is a very interesting uh, situation that we got here with uh, Penn State. Their College of uh, Restoration, headed up by uh, Roy Klinger, that's on. And Roy, I wanted to turn it over to you. You had uh, you said that you wanted to thank some folks that are sponsors and supporting your all's program there. Yeah, I'd like to again from the Pennsylvania College of Technology, we're a special mission affiliate of Penn State. Uh, we want to really recognize the five museums that uh, support our program. It's a lot like a three-legged stool. We have our program. We have our museums that sponsor us or, or support us with cars. And then we have the AACA clubs and regions, which help sponsor the cars that we're restoring. So it's really a unique uh, scenario that we have, probably the most unique in the entire country. Um, we're very fortunate to have the AACA Museum of Hershey, which is our first partnership uh, where we restored three of their vehicles. Actually, we had a car that would be a, a grand national contender with a little bit of tweaking. Um, we've had some junior winning and senior winning cars for the Hershey uh, Museum. 
we also have the oldest car museum in the entire country, which is the Weigert Museum, which is extremely supportive uh, to the program. We have a number of their cars that we're, we're working on, and we're going to be helping out with what's called the Founders Tour this, this July that's coming up. Um, we also are very fortunate to have a car from the Northeast Auto Museum of New York, um, and we're working on it. It's a 1909 Chalmers Speedster. Uh, we also have the Rolls-Royce Club of Mechanicsburg. Uh, we have two of their cars that we're working on as well to be shown in area events. Um, and we also have a Boyertown Museum of Boyertown, PA, where we actually had a uh, 1907 Duryea, the car that's accredited with being the first production car in America. So uh, I want to make sure that we say thank you to those museums because without them, um, it's very difficult to get the level of training that we try to that we provide to our students. And uh, above all, uh, I want to really thank our um, our dean uh, Brett Reisner and our past dean Colin Williamson for making it happen. And uh, above all, our uh, president Dr. Gilmore of uh, Penn College. I mean, without uh, all of their support, uh, this program wouldn't be here. And uh, as you can see, just by talking with Vanessa and Sean, and you'll learn about Ian and Eric, you're talking, each student has a story of how they become uh, aware of antique cars, and it's, it's uh, truly amazing to see all of these individuals come together for one commonality. We all love cars, and uh, there's all different, um, you've got a hundred years of, of vehicles that we can cover within our program, and as we said before, our our school has just celebrated its 100th anniversary. So we've been around a long time, and, and we're a firm supporter of, of industry education and industry training, and uh, we'll continue to do so for another 100 years. So right, right. That day, uh, we can lead off with some of the other uh, students. Yeah, I was going to uh, go to Eric. What brought you to the school? And then we'll go to Ian and, and ask the same question. And we've got about, um, uh, we've got about nine minutes, so... You know, give give us about a minute's worth of what got you there. All right. Um, well, I ended up originally starting off uh, going to another school uh, in my hometown. Um, I ended up going for tech, uh, technical engineering. Um, and decided, you know, throughout going there, I, I decided this wasn't really what I wanted to do. So I ended up looking around for a couple of schools for, for automotive and uh, not necessarily love restoration. Um, and then I ended up kind of looking around I ended up finding about Penn College and I kind of looked more into it more into it and uh, talked to my parents about it and told us uh, and we decided to go take a uh, tour of the school and and the more I looked around at the school the more I wanted to, to be there and so uh, being there has has really kind of opened up my eyes to what's out there now, I didn't realize uh, automotive restoration was really such a big thing when I first started, um, you know, as Sean and Vanessa said, oh, my parents were both pretty skeptical about it because you know, none of us had ever owned any old cars, uh, never done any kind of restoration, never had any family that did anything like that. Um, and we kind of just assumed it was more of a hobby thing. And the more learning about the, uh, these older vehicles, we ended up finding out there's a, you know, a vast uh, industry and a business for, for this kind of, uh, uh, education, and uh, that's really what what I'm uh, what, what, what got me here. Okay, now I couldn't tell by voice. Was this Eric? 
or Ian? Yeah, yep. It was Eric. Eric. Okay, Ian, how about your uh, story briefly? Um, well, I uh, I was actually found out about this school in the, in a CTC program in Lebanon County, and I, I had planned on just working on cars on the side, maybe doing it as a hobby. Um, then one day, Penn College had a kind of a, a flyer there, and I ended up seeing that they had a restoration program. So I talked to my parents, and we ended up going up for a, a tour, and I saw the, the size of the shop and the quality of the work they do, and talking to the students up there, um, which would be Sean's class, and they, they loved it, and uh, I just kind of ended up going hook, line, and sinker. Um, to this day, I still love love the choice. I love what I do. Besides the hand-on and, and uh, well, let's just go to Vanessa or back to Vanessa. Besides the hands-on at the university, uh, do you all have actual class courses that you have to take with it or uh, give us sort of a, yes. a curriculum type thing? Yeah. Um, since it's an actual degree program instead of just a, just a certificate, there actually are a college level, we have to take two Englishes, we have to take math, we have to take um, a science with the lab. There are actual courses that correspond with what we're learning. We have a machining course, we have a welding course, and um, it, like, it is a actual, an actual curriculum that we follow. It's not just lab. Each lab has a lecture that correlates with it, so when we're doing something in lecture, we can go out in the lab and see and actually apply what we learned in lecture in, in the lab. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, that. That sounds. Uh, uh, are all you guys in the same same class? All or are you at different levels, different places in this curriculum? Uh, no, we're Vanessa and I are in the same graduating class, which was last May, uh, and then Eric and Ian are in the current uh, class that will graduate this May. And all right, Ian and Eric, what, where are you? We asked them earlier. Where, where are you? Where are your? What are your long-term goals? Where do you want to be in this automotive restoration? Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, eventually open open my own shop, kind of do a, a specialty shop, doing um, doing modern drivetrains and, and uh, suspension into to older body vehicles uh, for somebody who wants to be able to, to daily. You know, an old '50s truck or an old '50s car. Old '50s are old. That's new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big market. The street rod, hot rod stuff and modification stuff is probably as big, or maybe even bigger than the antique car stuff. Yeah, it's. Yep. I don't know about up there, but down here uh, in Atlanta area, it's huge. There's thousands of them down here. Who was that, Eric, or was that Ian? I can't tell. That, that was Eric. All right. What about Ian? Where do you want to go? Um, you know, I'm pretty interested in the the Bulgaria collection. Um, he's got a lot of stuff that I like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to end up working with him, and then uh, long term, end up opening my own shop. But while I'm young, maybe uh, travel to different shops, see how everyone does things, and then uh, get the experience to be able to do it myself. Yeah, I think everybody is very interested in the Bulgari collection. <laughs> That's a pretty serious <laughs> stuff. Pretty serious <laughs> stuff. How about Simeone? Have you guys been over to Mr. Simeone's shop in his museum in Philadelphia and looked at his stuff? No? Yeah, Steve. I actually, Steve we, yeah, go ahead, Vanessa. 
I actually have not been there yet. Um, I guess this is another. That's one of the collections that I really, really want to go see. Yeah, and that's it's, something. Oh, it's not that far because I live in Philly. It's not that far for me. But eventually, I hope to be able to go see the museum. Are you going to come to the AACA um, convention in about a yeah, month? In about I am oh, cool. To the you guys bringing a car again? You guys bringing a car? Um, Not yeah, this, this time. Yeah. Yeah. This year, Steve. I don't, I don't mean to interject, but uh, we're we're going to actually be showing some technology. Uh, we're going to show innovations in restoration. We're going to have a computer simulated paint system that. Uh, we show how we train our students and people can walk up and actually see how well they paint a fender in a virtual situation. You know, they put a helmet on and a spray gun and it does uh, all the painting processes virtually. So, so you guys have are, a lot of yeah. virtual technology to display this year at the uh, Winter Meet okay. in Philadelphia. We're going we're gonna to be taking a break in a minute and I think the uh, students are going to be bailing out. So I want to ask one last question and we'll start with Vanessa then Sean, then Eric, and then Ian. Is there one thing that you could invite people that are, are, are students that are thinking about coming to the school, one thing that has just really been a, a you, you walked in and they started showing you something and you said, golly, I didn't know you could do that. Vanessa? Um. Well, the great thing that I love about the program is you can literally do anything. You can come in with a mindset, okay, I'm going to be a metal shaper, I'm going to be a refinisher, but you have the opportunity to branch out into whatever field you want to go in if you want to just do engines or transmission. And I love that broad aspect of the program, that there's not one strict set of things you have to do. Like, yeah, we do have a curriculum, and there are projects that we have to turn in for a grade, but you're allowed to basically do what you want to do. You're not tied down to any specific thing. Like, I've been, I'm working on my third internship over the past, well, this will be my third year, and each internship is at a different shop, and we have the opportunity to go wherever to do whatever, and I just think that's great that a lot of colleges, if any, offer that opportunity. Sean, how about you? Um, for an individual coming to the college and they like restoration as a hobby and maybe not their full-time job, we also uh, have a club on campus, which I'm president of and Vanessa is treasurer. Uh, it's Penn College Classic Cruisers Club. Now, we have a Facebook page that people out there want to go look at. They can. Um, so that's for individuals who are at the college uh, many in our club are in the restoration program itself, but we also have members who are outside doing other majors, um, such as business management and uh, in some other uh, courses, welding. We have a lot of welding guys that like to come in, but they like to work on old cars. So we recognize that the hobby of antique classic and collector cars is so vast that we bring those individuals in and allow them time in the shop to work on uh, different vehicles that we have. Eric, how about you? Uh, for an individual coming into the shop, uh, you know, you, you go into this program expecting one thing, and, and it completely changes your mind. It, it changes your your view on things, on on how things work. You know, you end up working on some really awesome vehicles. You know, you're working with some some great students. You know, you've got a great professor. You meet amazing people out out from that shows and 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 different uh, uh, competitions and what have you. Um, and it really it it it. Uh, 
and extend your knowledge of what what you know and what you can know uh, to something far beyond what you expected you could. Ian, how about you? Um, I, I like the, the freedom they give you. Uh, Mr. Clear just went with me to pick up a 1960 Corvair that I can work on on Fridays on our free time. So, I mean, if you're not interested in everything that's going on in class, you have the availability to, to work on your own project on the side, and everyone's there to help you with it. Well, I appreciate that. We're going to have to. We're up against a hard break right now. Uh, I want to thank Vanessa, Sean, Eric, and Ian for coming on with with Roy. Roy, you're going to finish up our last segment, and we'll be back with more of the Classic Car Show. Thank you, guys. Right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, and we've got Roy Klinger on from... (coughs) And we've got uh, Steve on coughing. I think he's, uh, oh, I'm God. not sure whether he's got TV or what. But anyway. There's uh, no TVs this, in this, is, uh, this has been a fantastic show, and we certainly appreciate your students, Roy, coming on and, and being with us. And I hope that uh, we've got some other folks that uh, are interested in going to the university as well. or to. It's Penn College of Technology, right? Penn State College of Technology? Yeah, it's Pennsylvania College of Technology. That's correct. And people can go to your website. Go ahead and give a plug. Let, let's let's talk about how they how we can recruit some uh, new students into the program. Uh, also, I, I know that you all take donations, and I wanted to talk to you about how you get cars as well. Yeah, fantastic, Dave. Thank you. Uh, the big thing here, uh, you can go to our webpage to learn more about Pennsylvania College of Technology, and that's pct.edu. Um, we have an extensive web page. We have over 100 majors at Pennsylvania College of Technology, which means we cover the vast array of of, of all industries within 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 a global economy. 
um, we have we have new innovations in in all majors as well. So uh, the big thing is we have, like I said, our our web page. We have a number of uh, videos which are produced by WVIA, which is a local TV station. Uh, we have a, a video currently out there, a show out there currently called 100 Years of the Working Class, and that's also on YouTube. Um, there'll be a series of YouTube and uh, shows coming out through WVIA um, on all of our majors. So there's a tremendous amount of information that you can gain um, through our webpage, and we also have a Facebook um, on what's called Penn College. We also have PC Today, which is a an internal uh, news uh, element for the college. So the big thing is check out our webpage. It's, it's very vast. Um, our next open house is April 2nd, which is a Saturday. Um, we have an open house both spring and fall. We have one in October, um, Dan, uh, towards the third week in, weekend in October. And we always have one right here in the spring, like I said, April 2nd. Uh, we also have the Grand National event for AACA coming up on June 3rd through the 5th. Um, which is expected to be one of the most exciting events on campus because of the antique car hobby from all over the country visiting our campus. Um, we also are on several on the Drive Channel under Rick Spinelli, and it's called Penn College Classic Cruisers. Uh, there's a, a segment on the program as well. So we have some different avenues out there um, regarding the college. So far as our cars, um, like I said, we're very fortunate with our museums. Um, we've had a lot of individuals that choose that say, you know what, I have a, a nice car here, but they don't have the means to restore it, and they've reached a point where they realize they're never going to restore it. So they have an opportunity to donate it to us. The college then reserves the right that we would take the car, for example, like the 32 Buick that we received. We're going to solicit for sponsorship for that car, we're going to utilize that car within the program for educational purposes of restoring it. But we're also going to utilize it, for example, the great race. We're looking to pull a team together. And I think you just realized from talking to the four individuals you have that we have a very cohesive group. Um, they like to pull together. They roll up their sleeves. They like to work hard. Um, we work well into the night. We work on weekends uh, to work on cars. And we've kind of used an old-fashioned style um, uh, form of, of fundraising. We're actually building miniature mailboxes that look like speedsters or antique cars that the club then sells to, to gain revenue to do different events, such cool. as traveling to the different shows and even you know benefiting their car. So that kind of gives you a little bit of, of what we do. Where um, could somebody see one of those? Yeah. Where, where, could, where could you see one? I mean, that's that's got a broad base appeal. Where could, where could you see what, what you're doing? Uh, could you repeat that again? Where, Steve, where I, could I'm you where, where, where could you see one of your mailbox things? That has a huge broad base appeal. Bring about a hundred well, to, to Philadelphia, and you'll sell them all. <laughs> yeah, last year we always bring a mailbox to the uh, winter convention, and the purpose is we donate that. Um, that's the students' donation that benefits both the Hershey, the AACA Library, and the AACA Museum. They always have a an auction one of the yep. evenings of the event and we do that to give back to the AACA to say thank you for all your support and that's our means of kind of advertising what we're able to do and it's and it's actually showcasing the the students work um, we've had uh, we actually were able to give one to Mr. Jay Leno um, he had 
visited our, our campus and uh, cool. we built one for him. So we're looking forward to seeing uh, that in the future. And uh, But we do take orders um, uh, each year for, for mailboxes to build. Um, and uh, they're, they're a very specialty item. There's a lot of care put into them. Every square inch of them are built um, by hand. Um, as you heard from Vanessa, she actually sewed the seat for them. And, uh, we we hand construct the the whole the whole car, and uh, so that's cool. a means. We're looking at other avenues as well. Um, but I do know for the great race, we really would be excited to participate with this 32 Buick that we have, um, and we're very gracious to the to the to the Chevy Club for donating that that uh, that gasket set, which is setting us a little farther forward. Um, this year, we're hoping to get the drive line restored. Um, the big thing I think I can say, and I'm talking on behalf of all of our students, because without our students, we're not anything. Our students make what we are, and that's, that's the bottom line. We, we're only as good as our product um, in any business, and, and we ensure that our students are first class when they're coming out of our program. Roy, I, and, yeah. you've mentioned having so many different projects. How large is your facility? It's huge. Well, to give you an idea, our shop alone is 48,000 square feet. Wow. Um, it's literally two acres under roof, um, and we're able to house approximately, I mean, that sounds large, but we, we take a very small, we take a very unique and personal approach to all of our education. Our classes are on average, for example, our metal shaping class is a group, is 15 students per instructor. So. Our instructor-to-student ratio is very small. However, our facility is very big. So if we have more students wanting a particular section, we have another instructor in another section teaching it. So we're able to accommodate. So we still maintain that very high quality of education, a lot of one-on-one instruction, and yet we're still able to handle you know, a, a vastness that we're able to cover um, 100 years' worth of cars. Uh, like I said, we always have at least two brass era cars in. We have one car from every era, starting from 1900 all the way to 1970 at all times. The the thing so, that, that that's hard for the hobbyists to find are people that can do mechanical work, like pouring Babbitt bearings. Do you guys teach that kind of stuff? Actually, yes. We actually, not only do we... Are not only are <laughs> learning this next semester how to pour Babbitt, but our machining faculty, and I can't thank our machining faculty enough. We have Keith English and, and uh, a number of our other instructors over in that area that actually helped. They took our students and we constructed the tooling to do the Babbitt bearings. So not only are we doing the Babbitting, but we're making the tooling to fit the engine, which is, which is something you have to do in this day and age. Back in the 40s and the 50s, when it came to rebabbing a Model A engine, everyone had the tooling. It was out. It was it was available. Today, a lot of that tooling ended up going to scrap, and you know only the specialists have the equipment to rebab it bearings. Well, guess what? We now are able to take any engine, measure it up. We're able to build our line boring equipment. We're able to retool our equipment that we're able to pretty much rebab it. Um, Virtually any kind of block that's out okay, there. Okay, cool. And that's, that's um, things our students learn. All right, we got to go pretty quick. One more question about donations is all of the stuff that somebody were to donate you, and I'm working on, I've been working on a guy to try to give you a whole full set of KR Wilson tools. 
everything, mm-hmm. uh, is tax deductible, right? Yes, it's fully tax deductible. We are a 501c3, just like the museum. Of course. We have a 501c3 entity. Um, we will say this. When we take on a car, especially if it's a nice car, or especially <laughs> if it's a car that we can restore, we do reserve the right. We restore it. We use it for the educational purposes. We will drive it. We will show it at different events. Um, but eventually... Um, we will probably have to part with it. We would end up selling it under a bid system. So um, we're unable to keep all of our cars. We will do it for the benefit of the educational process. Roy, I've got Um, to interrupt you. We've run out of time. Uh, I want to thank Roy Klinger from Penn State College of Technology. This has been great. His uh, students, Vanessa, Sean, Eric, and Ian, for coming on with us today. Uh, Roy, we're going to do this again. This is there's you've got too much to say, and we've got we've got more that we want to find out for um, you know your students that are coming your way. So, want to thank you one more time. And can can you quickly tell everybody the uh, website again? It's got to be quick. Yes, yeah, it's pct.edu, paulcattom.edu um, is our website. Please check us out. Um, we've got a lot. Stay tuned. We're 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 an action packed uh, school. We have a lot of things going on. Okay, thank you, Roy. You're listening Thank to America's again, Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.